good afternoon good afternoon my name is jennifer tom and i'm darlene rumpel and it's christmas it's december 22nd and you know darlene i'm just curious because you know every once in a while we get a glitch but i'm wondering why the live shows we've been on for more than two minutes and we just tuned in i have no idea okay we'll figure out about please grab your lunch please join us because today we have a special guest and our theme for the month we are still talking about how to cope with grief during the holidays and uh, before we started our show today i was just sharing with darlene that i feel very emotional um and i have and I, i might as well just share why i'm feeling so emotional today one way to cope and remember darlene and i we teach you lessons learned from we've learned from loss life and loss so this christmas uh, our family and friends and others we decided to think about others instead of thinking about ourselves and we started with our children our kids and we were looking who can we bless who can we uh share our gifts during this christmas and without saying too much it is the most powerful thing i've ever done it changed my life and why because for a minute i had a pause in my own life to not think about me 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 and for a minute i had to think about others it wasn't a minute it was an all day event but you know what i'm saying it just just that shift of mindset where it's not about my our christmas and what we are doing and the gifts and stuff how about others and my heart was full friends my my challenge i'm giving you today as we get closer to christmas just step out of you and think of somebody else give love to somebody else it is so powerful and i know we all do this and especially if it's somebody who is not expecting or someone who doesn't have as much or that a place that is not very good at this time just to show love and just show it doesn't even have to be material my heart was full thank you for sharing yeah that is so good when we can take that moment to get out of our own selves out of our own grief um and just think about someone else yeah so yeah that's yeah it was so good, was so good. and also we want to say thank you for everybody who joined us for blue christmas that was also very touching it was just um just uh i don't know darling what do you want to comment about that service yeah it was just a really good it was a really good service just about how um we can have conflicting emotions that we can have sorrow and grief um and joy at the same time and how all um so even when when sometimes we're feeling sad about our loss we can also feel a joy when we remember our loved ones um and that it's okay to have both both emotions at the same time mm-hmm. yeah yeah thank you to pastor megi for putting that on it was just a beautiful time and so we challenge you our friends invite your friends let's have lunch together because we have a very special guest and today she'll be sharing her 
own personal stories and how she copes with grief during the holidays and i i don't want to even take more time because this is so 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 good we're just so thankful she's here with us and i'll let darlene introduce her and um yeah 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 so um so our special guest is Gabby, and she's been a gift in my life, and we just reconnected lately, which was an, a great gift again. Um, she's a wife and mother of two grown children. She worked as an engineer for 20 years, currently is working from home as a consultant and taking courses in biofeedback and EFT, which is emotional freedom technique. So we're interested to hear about that. Uh, she has a belief in taking it one day at a time, and when there is a bad day, the next day is just around the corner, um, and we have a chance for a better day. So she's going to come on. Welcome, Gabby, if I can get the... Welcome, Gabby. Hi there. So good. So Hi. great to have you. Nice to be here. Yeah, yeah. Um, so how... Yeah, we're just sharing about um maybe what's one thing that you like to do at christmas to help um cope with grief or loss you know it it, it changed over the years um i lost my mom in 2005 suddenly without any notice she was here one day and gone the next so as the christmases progress my method of dealing with it has changed because as time passes it does help with healing the wound one step at a time, right? And working through the layers of grief as well. So the first Christmas, what we did, we set a plate for her at the table, which was, uh, but in either way, it's it's a tough Christmas. You know, it's the first, everything that's the first after you lose someone, it's like your world just isn't a hole at that point, right? So I found that very hard. The plate helped, but uh, I also found that I was also still in denial at that time. And so, as the, as the time progressed and I started dealing with it and I started learning more about my own emotions of grief, you know, and anger and all the thing that comes with grief, I actually take a, a time, you know, around Christmas time to just sit down, maybe find a photo album, maybe just sit and reminisce about the good times we had, the laughters we had together. You know, sometimes there's some tears because I, it's been, what, 16 years now? Do I still miss her? Yes, I do. I mean, I spent over 30 years of my life with her, <laughs> my mother, right? So it's, uh, but those are the main things, like the main things I took away from it was, yeah, time. You need time. You need to give yourself time and you need to allow yourself to feel. Yeah. And it definitely, you know, um, the of giving to others, it's like a nice little break sometimes from your own grief too because it, it 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 takes the attention away from yourself and from your grief which sometimes is needed just to have a little bit of a break especially in the beginning stages of it <laughs> just to give yourself uh, permission to take a break and say you know what today i'm going to go I, one of the techniques i used because there was a lot of stores i went to with my mom we went shopping together she was my best friend she was my uh yeah, basically my best friend she she helped me up she uh, she was there when I was down and so I gave myself permission once in a while to just go to a place where I've never been with her and to make a new memory without her not to negate 
uh, her value to me, but just to give myself a break and just to take a deep breath. And so I could start afresh and with my daily life without her in a sense, because I had to learn. I one of the biggest things, and please interrupt me anytime I might be going on a tangent. <laughs> is when I lost her, I didn't just lose her. I lost myself. I lost the person I was, that I was with her. I lost the person that depended on her support. Um, and I didn't have that anymore. So I had to reestablish that support for myself, you know, by leaning on others and by learning to lean more on myself in some instances and giving myself, you know, a break and saying, you know what, you're doing good. You can do this. You can move on. And so, you know, I mean, I, I spend a year of denial. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Spend a year of um, taking care of everyone else than myself. Uh, just ended up with almost a nervous breakdown two and a half years after she passed away because I hadn't dealt with a lot of the things yeah. which pushed me into finally dealing with it and uh, and so I started using various techniques to do that as well right and uh, one of them was the emotional freedom technique which is tapping mm -hmm. and you tap on certain points and by doing so it, se it seems really odd you know I, I, I come from an engineering background and uh, <laughs> All of these things are kind of going, uh, is this for real? You know, is this really working? But it is amazing how by just having the statement of even though I'm grieving today and I miss her like crazy mm -hmm. and saying and I love and accept myself and tapping on it with it. It is amazing how how much of the grief you can let go and and the blame like my, one of my biggest issues with her go with her passing was I I wanted to call her the night before and I decided not to and there was a lot of guilt involved in me believing that if I had called her I could have saved her Wow! Mm. and through bioenergetics actually I, I went through counseling I went I tried different things and it, it helped a little bit right mm -hmm. but I did do uh, bioenergetics things and I guess I was also ready for it you got to be ready for it too you're you're going through it and eventually you're ready to move on to next step and it was again it had to do with uh pressure points and just going into that guilt actually feeling that guilt fully and completely even though my head knew i my head knew i had no reason to feel guilty mm. but my subconscious in my subconscious i felt guilty i felt i could have done more i could have saved her right Mm. And just by going into that and going into it and talking to God and realizing that there's nothing I could have done. It was her time, even so it doesn't, you know, it didn't seem to be, it shouldn't have been, <laughs> right? And there's a lot of conversations. For me, it was a lot of conversations with God. And uh, one of the biggest ones I had with him where I stood in the, in the bedroom, pointed up at the ceiling and... I yelled at him. I said, you know what? I hate you. I hate you for taking her from me. And it was it was interesting because I don't hear voices on a regular basis. I just want to make that point, right? But this calmness and this peace washed over me and all of a sudden was like, okay, Gabby, you know what? Now we can move on. You finally admitted that you have these feelings. You finally gone into them. Now we can deal with them. Now we can let them go. And now we can go back and find our way back to love and acceptance and joy. 
So, I don't know. <laughs> no, that is so amazing. Thank you for sharing that story. And, and just the power of giving ourselves permission. I think all through your story, like giving yourself the permission to grieve, giving your, yourself the permission to feel those feelings um, and, and giving yourself, yeah, permission to grieve and to work through things. That's amazing. But see, that's the main thing is I denied myself, you know, even, you know, yelling at God, you know, I, I always, oh, I can't talk to God like that. God, oh, you know, I can't tell him these things, right? Even so, he already knows it. He already knew how I felt. And me, by me suppressing them, I was stopping my grieving process and I was holding it instead of acknowledging it, feeling it, accepting it. And also accepting the fact that it didn't make me a bad person to necessarily feel these feelings mm-hmm. um, because I did not act on them. I felt them, but I did not necessarily, you know, the, you know, there's a difference between having certain emotional feelings and acting on them Yeah. that, mm-hmm. you know, so. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have any? I love that. I love that, Sherry. You know, I have to say, mention, I've heard about tapping, but I've never tried. Thank Never you for mentioning. No, could you just give us a little, dong dong dong, <laughs> a little quick <laughs> lesson? <laughs> well, it's, uh, there's certain points. I mean, if you wanna, if there, is there something specific you would like to tap about? Is there something specific? Oh, I see. Okay, so how it works? You 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 have something specific, then you focus on that. Correct. Correct. You have an intention and set. Okay, interesting. So I was telling Darlene today, I'm so emotional. I just want to cry. Could we yeah. tap in on crying? <laughs> you can tap and cry. That's a, that's a, you know, tapping, crying, uh, a lot of crying, a lot of emotional release is done with crying. Yeah, okay, emotional There's release. nothing wrong with crying, right? Yeah. So, okay. I mean, I'll just show you quickly. You yes. first start out by tapping on the side of your hand, and that's the setup statement, and we do that three times. And then we go, we start tapping on the inside, right on the ridge of your, on the eyebrow, you start tapping there. And then we go to the side of the eye, under the eye, under the nose, under the mouth, right here by your collarbone. And just uh, right where your bra line is on the side. And then we go back to the top of the head. And I will tell you every time when you need to switch it. So let's go, let's go see, let's, um, let's go, let's go, what, what is our setup statement going to be? Let's go with, uh, even though, if you want to start tapping, you know, yeah. even though I feel a little sad today and I feel like crying today and I feel a little sad, I still love and accept myself. Even though I feel a little sad today and I feel like crying today and it's all right to cry. I still love and accept myself. Even though I feel like crying today and I feel sad today and I it, I'm, I feel slightly upset today and yet happy even in, in the same instance, I still love and accept myself. And then we go and start tapping up here. I love myself and I accept myself. Go to the side of the eye. There's nothing wrong with crying. It's on the side here. By your temple there's nothing wrong with crying crying on the underneath your eye 
crying is is a natural way of releasing emotions crying helps us under the nose helps us to process our feelings underneath the lip we don't have to keep a stiff upper lip when you feel like crying it is okay to cry on, the, on your collarbone sometimes it's the best thing to do to cry to let go of your emotions through your crying and acknowledging the fact that you're a human being who has emotions it is okay to cry on top of your head it is okay to cry on the eyebrow we we'll do one more round it is okay to cry it is okay to feel upset and happy at the same time side of your eye it is okay to cry everything is okay tears are healthy for you when the need arises underneath your eyes when the need arises it is okay to cry we're all human beings and god gave us tears for a reason underneath the eyes sometimes we cry when we're happy sometimes we cry when we're sad tears are can used can be used for so many things underneath your lip it is okay to cry crying is good for us sometimes and we know when the time is right collarbone it is okay to cry it is okay it is okay to cry when i'm happy it is okay to cry when i'm sad on the side of crying is a perfectly natural thing to do and on top of your head I love and accept myself when I cry and when I don't cry. Everything is good. God gave me tears for a reason. Hmm. Take a deep breath in and out. And it just did This was more in a line in a sense of getting the stigma away from that tears are not right that you always have to have a, a stronger upper lip. Mm-hmm. But why did God give us tears? It's not just for when we get something in our eye. It's something it helps to release things. Mm-hmm. It helps to let go of things, right? It's actually a very good detox for you as well. So So that's that's tapping. <laughs> I <laughs> she feels like crying. <laughs> I love it. You see, thank you so much for taking like seriously sometimes We don't know. I'm sure he's surprised Darlene by that, but I've always heard about tapping. I'm like, how do they do it? And there was something as we were doing it and the affirmations that you're saying. I'm like, yes, it's okay to cry. It's okay to cry. And that way we don't and that's what we share most times, suppressing our emotions. Correct. And and thank you. That is we are adding that on our things to help us cope with grief during the whole of this thank you thank you that's powerful yes yes thank you for sharing oh you're very you're very welcome <laughs> it feels like we can learn so much from gabriel yeah. what else should we do <laughs> what else because that was so good <laughs> well you know there's a, a few other things when i have a day when i beat myself up about something mm-hmm. or when i think i've done something wrong Um I sometimes in it, I do it all in my head right and I take a deep breath and I say to myself or if if I forgive myself I choose to forgive myself mm-hmm. 
And then I go to God and I go, God, I accept your forgiveness. And I choose to accept your forgiveness. And I, I also forgive whoever I believe have wronged me. And I ask you to bless them and watch over them. You know, and uh, in a sense, it's just it's it's just acknowledging that, or if I've done something wrong, I go, I, I choose to forgive myself. God, I accept your forgiveness, and I ask you to, you know, to help me right the wrong I've done for this to this individual that I believe I've done. Because half the time, when you have a conversation with the individual, they go, "You did." no idea I have. <laughs> yeah but it still impacts us because we think it's right yeah exactly yes yeah and it's 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 powerful when you actually say to yourself i accept i choose to forgive myself and i accept my forgive i accept the forgiveness and i accept god's forgiveness because i mean who is who is going to forgive us first in our life right it's probably not going to be us but i mean god is God is there, right? He's going to forgive us in an instant. Especially when he knows it's coming from the heart, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Thank you for sharing your heart and just, yeah. And it's so true when we talk about just acknowledging, apologizing, acknowledging forgiveness, um, but also to receive it. Because sometimes it's easy for us to, to say yes. I forgive somebody but to actually receive it ourselves is and to forgive ourselves right to let go right. of that that can be one of the hardest things at least i know for myself right to oh, no, forgive I, give myself I, yeah I agree with you 100 percent on there <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah and laughter yeah you know what when you have a really tough day find a good movie that's that's a funny movie Mm-hmm. you know and watch it and it's amazing what laughter can do even with grief mm-hmm. it can lead you through grief it can help you yeah right mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. I, I find I've gotten through more things with laughter mm-hmm. than a lot of other things it just because it raises your energy it raises your your being in a sense yeah mm-hmm. yeah I guess that's better I go for the crying movies because if I if I can't cry if I watch a sad movie or something that's related and touches me yeah I've been then I then I cry and then I, I it releases emotion right exactly that's a that's yeah. you know that polar opposite but both very valuable yeah. right yeah I do watch <laughs> some funny stuff too but <laughs> no. no so yeah so um, if you need to cry you need to cry I agree with you 100 but let's say you just have a, a rough day Mm-hmm. It's, it's sometimes good a good laugh gets you gets you just go gets you to finish the day <laughs> mm-hmm. 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 and sometimes a good cry is does too as well though yeah yeah definitely yeah um, yeah and just i think we've been talking about being honest with our emotions um one thing we do in our grief course is just about total honesty and that we often just it's kind of like denial we just often aren't honest about what we're feeling and so when, again, we can be honest, just like your story about God, right? When we can actually be honest um, yeah. with how we're feeling, then, um, then, then we can, then we can deal with it, right? Instead of, I know I'm very good at saying I'm fine or that belief that you just say I'm okay and you stuff everything down. Um, yeah. Well, that's, that's exactly it. And that's why the first year and a half after my mom passed away, I was in denial and I was, I, but I said, oh, I'm fine. I'm dealing, I'm, do, you know, it's just, you go from A to B. 
Well, grief doesn't go from A to B. Grief goes from A to Z to X to B to A again to, you know, it goes all over the place. And so, I mean, for me, it took to almost have a nervous breakdown to finally start listening to myself and to try different things and, and to get out of the denial stage saying, you know, everything's fine going, no, it's not, it's just not. And that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's, but then you found the tools after, right? Yeah. Um, one thing I've noticed, so my mom passed away in August. And one thing I noticed, this is probably the first time I've grieved in the present and actually used those tools right away instead of pushing everything down. Um, and, and yeah, and it, I think it's a lot healthier, um, even though I'm upset and my husband's like, why are you upset and all that worried because I'm actually upset but it's probably the first time I'm usually honest and I grieve in front of people right. um, so he was like how come you're grumpy and I was like, oh, <laughs> sad. he's like what do I do I'm like nothing <laughs> let me be let me be sad for a bit but often we hide and I know yes. I'm great at hiding my emotions and um, so well, learning to be honest and working through emotions right away is is much more healthier <laughs> See, and, and that's one of the things is if, especially if an emotion comes back mm -hmm. and keeps on coming back and uh, sometimes a little bit of tapping mm -hmm. helps okay. with just having to, helping to lead it along the way a little bit more. It doesn't alleviate your grieving, ne mm -hmm. never, because you need to do that. You need mm -hmm. to feel your emotions, right? But I found sometimes I get stuck on something and I, for some reason, I just can't process it mm -hmm. and that's when I use these little tools to help me to yeah but definitely I resonate with what you're saying it's yeah yeah that's and tapping awesome. um again with some of the trauma work I've done too again the way I understood it or it was explained to me that the tapping actually helps your mind process and put things from your like your emotions your front memory into long-term memory so there's actually it actually works through your your thing so yeah it's really interesting stuff yeah well, you want to bring your emotions from your subconscious to a conscious level so you can deal with them. Yeah. As long as they're on a subconscious level, you can't, you don't really know yeah. what it is. It's just something that keeps on, you know, I'm grumpy today. Mm -hmm. I just, you know, and it's, it's, it's a step of going something in my subconscious is causing this. Yeah. And now I can work on bringing it up to a conscious yeah. and now I can process and learn. Yeah. And then, it, yeah. Yeah. That's so good. I'm loving this. I'm loving this. For those who have joined us today, please give us a thumbs up. Give us, a, ask the questions because I have so many questions. I'm even scared to ask Gabriel these questions because we all know, um, we like you're intending to be honest and truthful with your emotions. But most times you feel like you don't want to offend the people around you or you don't want to show your emotions because we have all these other reasons why we cannot be ourselves. So we are afraid to even tap on our subconscious, talking to me. <laughs> so I so like just, is there any way you could just tell us how to do that? Because I'm like, oh, if I told you what's on my, no, <laughs> that's on my subconscious, I don't want it out, but I know I need to be honest for me to heal. And for our listeners out there, when we talk about grief, it's just not loss of a loved one, but uh, loss, any loss. We have a normal reaction, and that's what grief is, right? So, 
Yeah, Gabrielle, please help help us out. Tell us what to do. Oh, <laughs> oh my. <laughs> I feel the pressure now. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I think the biggest thing is to get over the fear. Mm. The fear of that I'm a bad person because I feel a certain way. The fear of people will love me less because I, you know, I, I feel I have these bad emotions or these bad feelings that we consider bad. But our emotions are there for a reason. They, they, they're bringing something to the surface that we need to deal with. Um, let's say, for example, I don't like a person. Um, I don't, I'm, there might be a reason, there might be personality, there might be something that causes this inner feeling inside of me that I do not like this person, right? Uh, but the fact still remains is that doesn't mean I have to act on it. That doesn't mean I, that, that makes me a bad person, right? It just kind of, what it, I reflect on the inside then, I go more internally and I meditate on it, I go, what is it is it maybe something that i am reflecting on this individual that's actually one of my own issues and i don't like it because it brings it to the surface now and now i'm gonna have to it's it's staring me right in the face it's really hard not to acknowledge that <laughs> you know a lot of the time your feelings has nothing to do with the person or the individual but it's just something inside that and by going okay you know what i acknowledge that emotion and I meditate on it and I give it and then I sometimes some of these emotions I give to God hundreds of times and I say God I give you this emotion right and I ask for your guidance to lead me through it and to help me to help me understand as to why I feel this way but as soon as you take the fear out of it and the self-blame and the self-condemnation out of it you take the power away from that emotion and the emotion dissolves it kind of it, it kind of evaporates almost in a sense because the emotion only has power because you give it power through your suppressing it through your making yourself feel like I'm a bad person for feeling this emotion does that make sense oh so good like I'm writing down notes <laughs> and I know we have a recording and our friends can listen on podcasts later that's the good news but yes that makes so much sense I love what you say. You give the power, you take the power away by acknowledging yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Mic drop. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Tell you. us more. <laughs> I love this. Sorry. Find out more. How much I want. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have a website or how do we find out more about you? And yeah. Uh, I do have sort of a website that I'm kind of fiddling with and working with. It's called panoramaholistic.com. Um, uh, I'm trying to get it a little bit more personalized. It's very, it's a very neutral, very just fact-based kind of, this is what I offer. But I'm trying to get more into it. I'm thinking about maybe eventually starting a little bit of a blog in it as well, right? And things like that. But that's, that's how you can get in touch with me through that website. Nice. Tell us more about panorama. I'm trying panorama. Holistic. Uh, it's, it's. It was. I think I started it maybe eight years ago. Yeah. Something like that. And I ran the business from home for a couple of years. 
And it was, uh, I, I had studied the emotions code and bioenergetics and health kinesiology back then it was called, now it's called bioenergetics. And, uh, and the thing, uh, and so I started uh, having clients that came over and we did, I used the emotion code to bring up subconscious emotions and to help them deal with it and release them. Uh, and I did it for about two years, but the one thing that came out of it was I was taking on too much of other people's emotions and issues, and that kind of wore me down, right? So that was another one of my learning experiences, too, where I learned that it is not my responsibility to take on other people's issues and life and their life path, because by doing so, I'm taking away from their journey and from their experiences. Because they are having these experiences that I am more than willing to help them facilitate to find a way through, but it is not up for me, up to me to fix it and to change it. It's, it's, it's to give them the power to change and fix it. Not necessarily, I wouldn't even say fix it. It sounds like as if you're broken. We're not broken. We're on a journey. Yes. We're on a journey of discovery. Yeah. We're on a journey of realizing that. Even the things you might call negative about us in certain situations, they're actually a positive. Yeah. You know, I, 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 I can go off. If you push me too far, sometimes I can go off a bit. <laughs> Which, Love of course, it. you don't want to do, you know, and I've learned to balance it out as well. But then there are certain situations where you, it comes to the point where you need to stand up. Doesn't mean you have to be mean or rude or crude, but you have to stand up and you speak you have to speak your truth in a sense and say and that's really not a negative that's a that's a power god gave me right to it's he made me this way so by saying i'm a bad person and this really i don't think god can make anything bad right we only make things bad through our own actions yeah those are the like our negative belief system about ourselves correct yeah uh, so how did you so how did you separate so you made an important point about taking on someone else's emotions and taking on someone else's journey um, and I think that's really typical of caregivers <laughs> <laughs> starting in going into social work and I, and I've worked in crisis right for for 20 years and it's very very easy to take that um, when you hear somebody's story, you just want to fix them. You just want to help them. Yes. Um, and yet, and yet that's not always helpful. And it's, it's, it hurts us too. Like we can take on too much. So any advice for that? Or how did you do that transition where you, you know, I, um, I've, uh, I have a lot of compassion and empathy for individuals. I can sort of I, I, I don't say I ever know exactly what they feel. Of course, I don't. Li- I haven't lived their lives. I can't do that, right? But when that empath- empathy starts working, like you said, the inner caregiver comes in. And I just want to take them, hug them, protect them, and keep them safe from it ever happening again. But yet they don't learn anything from it, right? If I do that. So one of the biggest thing is I always take a deep breath, and as I'm breathing it out, I'm letting go of whatever I've accepted or acted you know made my responsibility and i also do god and i also have a little thing where i go god i release all of these uh, emotions and all of these uh, 
problems I've taken on from others, I give them to you to do with as you see fit. Mm. You know, I ask you to forgive me for taking them on in a sense, because, I, you know, there's a little bit of, I shouldn't take them on because they need to learn from it. Yeah. And by doing that, I'm doing a disservice. So I say, I ask you to forgive me. Same thing as before. I choose to forgive myself and I accept your forgiveness. And I ask you to bless them and lead them through this path that they're taking right now. Yeah. So, but it is mainly just taking a deep breath in. It's amazing. You know, and then, and literally sometimes doing the sound with it, you know? Yeah. It's amazing what. <laughs> how it changes, right? It yes. changes our. our uh... I love it. I just love it. I feel like we can have a visit for more than an hour because Gabrielle, you are full of wisdom and please teach us because you can tell like everything you've told us already. I feel so thankful right now that you said, you said we are not broken, <laughs> right? And, uh, and uh, we can let go and, you know, the mind and life and life events make us feel like we are broken. Yes. And thank you today for the reminder that we are not broken. And I truly am looking forward to having you into our, into our grief talk again. And just, I just feel there's something, I don't know, maybe because I learned how to tap today. <laughs> <laughs> but it's only that we have this lunch hour grief talk but would love to have a longer podcast with you because yes. your wisdom is so amazing and i know some of our friends who've been tuning in their lives will be changed because of this yes Darling, right? yes do you have something to add no just thank you so much for sharing sharing and and sharing your wisdom and knowledge and just just your hearts right we share Everybody has our own unique grief. Uh, we don't, you're right, we don't know how other people feel, but when we can just listen and when we have the courage to share our story, thank you so much for sharing about your mom. Yes. Um, because when we share, um, we give other people the courage to share. And when we can express our emotions, we give other people the, that um, permission. So thank you, yes, for sharing your heart with us. Oh, thank you for inviting me. I really appreciated this. This was awesome. Thank you for sharing as well. It was great. Yeah. This is just the beginning. 2022 is coming. So it before is. we say goodbye. say goodbye, I cannot believe it's Christmas. I want to wish you all a Merry Christmas. May all your homes be full of laughter, love, and most important, let's build those relationships where we can be ourselves and just love each other. And uh, I could have a script about it, but that's all. I'm just saying, let's share the love. It's Christmas and uh, it's wonderful to see this year. We don't take it for granted. Yes. Right? Awesome. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas we'll to you. Next Merry year. Christmas. See you next year. I'll miss you all. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you.